The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. begin the Lombardi line presented by Ben MGM Dave Ross alongside Mike Pritchard and uh, Pritch you know I always love in the crosstalk as we're coming in <laughs> right. you know Gil and Brady are walking out and like I'm just pumping them for information mm-hmm. of you know course. I mean? like especially when you get Brady I see Brady or Wes right my my ears and my brain go right to golf mm-hmm. so like I'm so fired up I got a couple small plays and then just listening and this is why by the way Shameless plug. Check out Long Shots Podcast. Oh, it's absolutely amazing the work those guys do mm-hmm. each and every week uh, to get you some you'll winners. You'll make some money. You really will. Not only just be entertained there a little bit, but you'll, you'll make some money. They, they, uh, and that's the main thing. They always have horses right there, mm-hmm. some long shots, it right. feels like, that, that are right. Whether they get home each and every week, uh, that's another story. But they're right there, so they're giving you the best information. Uh, we got a great show again, uh, obviously, here on a Wednesday. Uh, whenever we have Steve Mackinnon on the program, I feel smarter because his numbers at Point Spread Weekly are absolutely fantastic. So we're going to have some angles and some pitchers, uh, Pritch, that you might want to think about fading a little bit if it's getting a little bit too pricey and some NFL news and notes as well. Lou Finicaro is going to join us in hour number two. And i got to be honest with you, and I say this every week, I look at the UFC cards, and again, Seamus Plug, first strike, first look is already out. Uh, me and Reed Kuhn knocked that out yesterday, and Reed's already given you some great information. Lou's going to have some more. Very interesting fight card this weekend. And again, after you come off a pay-per-view like UFC 274, a lot of people think, ah, oh, it's kind of a slower week. No, 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 no. A very good card and potentially a very profitable card. So we'll get into that with Lou, and I know he's also thinking NHL playoffs. So we'll talk a little bit of puck with Lou in hour number two. But, Fritz, I don't have a lot of things in common with you. I was not drafted in the first round of the NFL draft. But 
as I get older, sometimes I feel like I have some things in common. Okay. I I, I woke up with a neck. You, oh. You, 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 you just, like, you guys. The aches and pains. Yeah, of, like, just getting older. And I think yeah. that must be what it's like for a professional athlete. Pretty much. Pretty much. Something's going to hurt. Every day? Uh, oh, every day. Yeah, I mean, it's a struggle <laughs> to get out of bed sometimes. But uh, that's the price you pay, though, Dave. <laughs> that's well, the price then, you pay. And that leads me right to where I wanted to begin today's conversation. And, and I'm sorry, Philadelphia 76 are fans. And I get it that Joel Embiid is hurt. Mm. He's clearly playing hurt. Mm-hmm. We understand that. Yeah. Okay. And and for that, I give him mad kudos for getting back out there. Phantom of the process. Gets out there with a mask. He revived this series. They won both in, in Philadelphia. Then they go down to Miami in game five last night. To say they laid an egg would be an understatement. And I'm not going to sit here today, Pritch, and take issues so much with Joel Embiid, mm-hmm. although it was a very lackluster performance. Right. The Heat that did go up to three, by the way. That total almost came into play. It stayed under with Philadelphia scoring 85 points. He gave up 120. Mm-hmm. My goodness. But it, my issue with Joel is where his mind was after the game about losing the MVP or not winning the MVP. And, and Pritch, I, I just kind of sit here and I go, what are we doing? Well, I, like, like I get it. You're upset. And then you mm-hmm. say you're not upset about it. And you talk about it for 20 minutes. Yeah. Like, I don't get it. You know, Dave, and, and this is something I can pull the curtain back on. A lot of times in professional sports, you wonder where somebody's heart is at. Like, you hear the reference a lot of times about playing for the front of the uniform or you playing for the name in the back of the uniform, that kind of thing. I mean, yeah. all kind of cliches out there. I, I was on the heat. So oh, I was, so was I. yeah, I was able to cash that ticket. I know, right? I like and how I, you said that. Well, because so, I feel I, like I wanted it to be competitive, well, though. Like, right. You know, just as a fan. But as a better, though, you're like looking at the information. Okay, w- w- two things happened over the weekend when Embiid got back on the floor. Danny Green played out of his mind. Seven three. When I uh, came out of nowhere, right? Right. Uh, he's not that player, but yet out of nowhere he has that performance. It helps the 76ers. Harden turned back the clock, and everybody was about, okay, here comes Harden, MVP, former MVP, all this. But he turned back the clock for that one performance. But the consistency hasn't been there for the 76ers. I mean, the entire year. I mean, no. they even talk about it. Like, we're still trying to figure out our combinations. We're tr- still trying to figure out how we're going to close out games. We're still trying to figure out who's going to step up. I mean, Embiid's an incredible presence. But when that guy isn't in it, then what does that say about your team, too? So I, I think the situation for the 76ers is more mental than physical. Uh, or ability from a talent standpoint. And as a better, I honed in on that and it took the Heat, who had the best record at home in the Eastern Conference this year. Never in doubt. Right. Yesterday, I had the Heat first half laying a point and a half. That felt like the easiest wager I've ever won. Uh, and again, you know, I, I kid about waking up with a neck, but like, you know, we talk about Joel Embiid. We know he's hurt. Like, we mm-hmm. know that oh, he's Oh, yeah, hurt. he's he, got a ligament damage got, to his thumb, surgery, right? So I, I cut him some slack there. Right. Right. James Harden, what, what was that? Like, are you hurt? Because, again, and I've said this to you before, Pritch, if he's not hurt, this is a bigger problem for the 76ers going forward. You almost hope that he is hurt because I'm looking at, what, he had 14 last night? The quietest four. Like, you can't be, quote, unquote, a generational score and not impact game five Mm -hmm. of a tied playoff series and have no impact on the game whatsoever. So if I'm a Philadelphia backer and I'm going back to the city of Brotherly Shop for game six, what am I going to get if I want to back Philadelphia? Well, How do you trust this, this basketball team? Where is the inspiration going to come from? Where is the mental makeup in, in order to seize a moment and play for a championship? Where is that going to come from? I mean, 
uh, there's one thing about being unselfish. There's another thing about can you have inspired performances and can you have consistency? We haven't seen consistency from the 76ers. Outside of Embiid, who, okay, mentally, if he can get over the fact that he didn't win MVP, maybe he can inspire his teammates. Fritz, is that really? Is that really? Like, but that's what you're looking at as a better, though, right that's now. That's the part that I'm going, I have to. I have to figure out before I wager on Philadelphia if Joel Embiid is so bummed about not winning the MVP, he's going to go out and put up a sticker. Because everybody else went down the, the reverse narrative street and said, oh, you gave it to Jokic? Wait till you see what I do to Bam Adebayo. Sure. sure. Wait, wait till you see what I do to P.J. Tucker. Mm-hmm. He, didn't well, do anything. he was a scoring leader anyway, wasn't he? Yeah. I mean, you got something. Like that, you know, <laughs> what, what about a championship, though? That's, that's where I'm focused on with the 76ers when it comes to this team and their ability to win the series against the Miami Heat because the Heat, they're focused. Uh, well, they're team oriented. They're well coached, right? I mean, there's there's no significant uh, evidence that everybody on that roster has bought into their role, uh, and they're not trying to exceed that role. I mean, Butler was put into a prime time situation right now with the Heat, and he's flourishing. Uh, oh, but I don't see that on the other side right now with the 76ers. Maybe at home they'll get inspired because they're at home and they don't want to be talked about. <laughs> right? You <laughs> know how late. they are in Philly. Too late. <laughs> sure. They're going to be talked about in But going on the road, they're just not inspired enough for me to back them as better. I think we're also finding the, the true importance of home court advantage now. Uh, you know, right. you get out of the bubble and, and now you're back to kind of normal society again, at least in the NBA terms. You can feel it. I mean, you felt it last night in Miami. There's no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. I think you made an excellent point and a salient point that if I'm backing Miami, financially I know what I'm getting now I might not always cash but I, I don't have to question effort when Glenn Rivers has to sit in a post-game conversation to the media mm-hmm. and say we couldn't match their energy right what yeah I like, like how you say Glenn <laughs> doc, I was doc, like doc, wait, who's Glenn Rivers then I was like wait a minute <laughs> doc, Doc's gone <laughs> yeah doc's there is gone. no doc right doc's right. gone like that might be Game six could be his last game in Philadelphia. Sure. And I'm not even saying right or wrong whether or not he should be the fall guy or not, but somebody's taking the heat for this, no pun intended, if they go out in six to Miami. But, again, and right now Miami's catching points in game six. We'll dig into it a little bit later on in the show. But I know what I'm getting if I back Miami. I don't know what I'm getting at Harden and Bede. Right. Uh, Danny Green, uh, Glenn Rivers. I don't know what this team, what effort they're going to put for. I don't have any of those questions when I look at Coach Bro and Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. They might fight. Literally fight, but I know they're going to also fight on the court. There's passion there. There's right. always it's, passion. Uh, absolutely. There. They are they mm-hmm. are not going to sit back and, and let somebody else determine their. They're going to fight. Right. One way or the other. Right. Uh, the other uh, tickets at cash last night. Phoenix. Okay, I was harsh on Philadelphia. You remember, I had Miami, so I'm happy about that. Mm-hmm. But from a competitive standpoint, where was Philadelphia in the second half? Dallas. What happened? What happened in that second half last night in Phoenix? First half, you're competitive. You're down three. I had Mavs first half three and a half. Okay. <laughs> got got by you, you did get there got there yeah second half I mean I don't know what happened so they decided to fight with 2.3 seconds to go uh in regulation where they showed no fight in the entire second half you talking about the Mavs yeah. that was mostly the bench too that wanted yeah. to fight um the bench wanted to fight uh, yeah you know there's there's a dynamic with the Mavs that I don't know how they get past it and it's Luca I mean he's so good Dave but yet he's too good because he's not involving others. Nah, you're right, you're right. And he he wants. I mean, the guys are talking about. It. He's so ball dominant. But when you're ball dominant like that, why not help others get into the flow of the game? I've never, outside of the two games in Dallas, I haven't seen on the road, in particular in this series, the Mavs as a team get involved. Like at home, you have no choice but to get involved. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the crowd, the energy, and all that. Uh, and then they shot lights out. Uh, and then on the other side of that, you had circumstances with Chris Paul that weren't going to be duplicated or repeated. 
Uh, you know, he had his birthday over the weekend, and so he had his family, the situation right there. But the turnovers, the mistakes, fouling out of a game, that's not the consistency. No. That's not Chris Paul at all. And so now you had to deal with Chris Paul, the, the ultimate floor general, back on the court, orchestrating everything and getting everybody involved. And Aiton was incredible again. Booker, phenomenal, oh, certainly. He was quite early, um, too. He just... Bridges was in, inspired. I mean, there was, there was so much passion. I mean, that's the, that's the product of being at home again, too, though, right? Right. But the, what happened in Dallas wasn't going to happen again in Phoenix uh, with the Suns. Uh, with Chris Paul in that situation. And that's again, gets back to the importance of home court because mm-hmm. Phoenix and Miami are sitting there going, we don't have to win on the road. Well, you know, maybe Phoenix closes this out in six. I think Miami's got a good shot of doing that in Philadelphia, but it's really not imperative that they do so. Right. It is imperative that Dallas and or Philly figures out a way now for those teams, uh, hopefully for those teams in game seven to win on the road. These teams don't have to do it. And they're proving it 30 point blowout here. And that, that all was done in the third quarter. And your point about Luka is well taken. When he, he was not the leading scorers in game three and four in Dallas, and they won. Right. He's, you know, 40 burgers, games one and two, they lose. Non-existent really in that second half, the, the entire team. You think it's an embarrassment that Philadelphia scored 85 points in a playoff game? You score 80? Mm-hmm. You score 80? Yeah. yeah. Like Dallas, like I get it. Like, okay, 3-2, maybe you think you've overachieved just to get to this point. Jason Kidd doesn't think so. And, there you know, are two different teams, too. Luka on the floor, half-court oriented. Without him on the floor, they want to push it. Yeah. So how do you work that out in a series against the best team in basketball? It's a great point because that's kind of the correlation, right, mm-hmm. that when Dallas is in the game, it would be more low-scoring. They just didn't have any yeah. effort in that second half. Rather embarrassing last night. All right, when we come back here in the Lombardi line, we're going to look at the tonight's game, see the value we can find in those numbers. Come on back. It's the Lombardi line here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. Hello, I'm Dr. Michael Mosley, and I want to let you know about my new immersive BBC Radio 4 podcast series, Deep Calm. It's all about how to tap into and activate a remarkable system that we all have hardwired inside of us, our relaxation response. And it's been developed to be listened to at any time you want to really unwind. I hope you'll listen wherever you get your BBC podcast. Dad deserves something really nice for Father's Day. But let's face it, we usually don't do it. Big gifts are for Mother's Day. Picking something up on the way is for Father's Day. Well, let's make Father's Day something this year with the Bartesian Cocktail Maker. It whips up over 60 premium cocktails on demand, each ready at the push of a button. And right now, you get $50 off the Bartesian Cocktail Maker when you buy one pack of Dad's favorite cocktail capsules. Dad will publicly love that you saved 50 on the countertop machine that crafts premium cocktails on demand. And he'll secretly love that you splurged on him for Father's Day with the gift of a Bartesian. Because the only thing that lets Dad know he's the 
world's number one dad better than a world's number one dad coffee mug is an artisan cocktail in his hand. Make dad's Father's Day and Father's Day cocktails with all natural juices and bitters without making any mess at all. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get $50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Bartesian. Premium cocktails on demand. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM is all of your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much, much more. Download the BetMGM app today or stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call one 800 522 4,700. Back along, former first-round draft pick Mike Pritchard. I am Dave Ross. I was never selected in the NFL draft. I do kid about, like, today, if I was coming to work, I would be listed as probable with a neck in parentheses. Okay. <laughs> did, did you ever have a game where you weren't injured? Like, where you were like, I'm 100% good to go. I don't have anything on this mm-hmm. body of mine that would lead me to have to put probable on an injury report? Um, the first game of my NFL career, my rookie year. Felt great. It felt great. It was awesome. And it was downhill the rest- after that. <laughs> it was downhill after that. I mean, you have a neck. I had a kidney where I almost oh. lost my kidney. Uh, two shoulders. Uh, a neck multiple times. A knee. Concussion. I guess that's a head, right? Uh, what else did I have? A toe. I mean, come on, Dave. And I'm gutting you're a it soft out over there. there. You're I'm gutting it there. out. I'm I, like, I'm Willis reading this you're thing. You're gutting it out, but you're complaining a little bit too much. <laughs> What's going on? Stop it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, us journalists, this is really tough just to get <laughs> right. up and go to work today. What'd you do? Like, uh, turn your neck too think, quickly or something? Try so. to look at something. Okay. The pillow was right, right, too right. Too like. soft. Okay. No, it, but that, that's not the point because, like, it does amaze me. Like, seriously, when people look at injury reports, when we get to the NFL mm-hmm. and certainly in the NBA, and we're talking about with Joel Embiid off the top of the show. Like, people don't understand what it's like to get your body ready on a game in game out. So, I want to cut slack for somebody like Joel Embiid right. playing, but I. You know, I get back to, to James Harden. Are you hurt? Because if you're if you're not hurt, there is a bigger issue. Mm-hmm. I, you know, you look at Boston and Milwaukee's. They get ready uh, for a pivotal game tonight in the NBA. I'm sure Giannis has got something. I, but you know what? I never hear Giannis complain. Mm-hmm. You know, what I never see Giannis on the injury report. You know what I see? Right. A physical specimen every game, and he acts like he owns it, and he's going to go out there and dominate. I, I, you know, I heard Shaquille O'Neal on the broadcast last night in TNT. Talking about Joel, and he's like, go out and dominate. Right. I don't want to hear it. Right. I don't want to hear the excuses. That's the kind of the point of this conversation. Right. And I, you know, when I look at Milwaukee getting five and a half tonight, that's kind of why I trust them. I, and we'll find out if they're going to get home with that number tonight. But 
I know that Giannis is going to be there. I was almost surprised, Pritch, that they had a 10-point lead late in game four at home and didn't close it out. Mm -hmm. That surprised me more than, you know, Giannis, what have you. Like, I trust certain teams in the NBA. Milwaukee's one of those teams. Boston, I kind of know, is going to show up too, right? They're not going to lay a clunker. Does Giannis look like he's wearing down to you, though? I mean, there's one thing. You just talked about the physical ability of Giannis, and he's he's a freak. He is. Um, But he seems to, like, wear down uh, and late in games, in in particular game four. He did. Uh, And so, you know, laying on the floor, the body language and all that, as a teammate, you want to be energized by somebody, your leader, oh. right? You do. Mm. And, and I'm not saying it's his fault. You know, who else can step up? Because to me, I have not determined which is a better team, Celtics or the Bucks, in this series. It's been difficult. And the record, I mean, it's 2-2, right? Pivotal game, game five coming up. But it's like when your guy like that isn't leading the charge, who else is going to step up? Because this is all about – like Shaq says, the others or the role players. Yeah, The role players in Milwaukee stepped up in a couple of instances, and the same thing with Milwaukee. I mean, excuse me, the Celtics, when you had Horford step up the way that he did, right? Holy. Right? But, you got beat by Al Horford in game four. Well, because Tatum, it took him a minute to get going yeah. um, into where he could close it out. And certainly Smart has some clutch buckets, too, towards the end. But the edge, to me, in terms of psyche, maybe goes to the Celtics because they probably feel like they should have won game three mm. and four. Right, uh, because of the way they lost Game Three. So, I, I think Giannis, he's a freak and he's awesome, but can his body language change to inspire the others on on the floor as well? It's a great point. And again, the way you watch Boston defending him now, sometimes mm-hmm. they're putting little guys right. on, like Marcus Smart, and they're picking up charges. Again, you know, officiating matters in the way they're going to call games, and sometimes it feels like the NBA playoffs. You know, when you're trying to figure out which way to wager. Mm-hmm that can switch nightly, right? Where one night they're going to let him play. Like, if this was early 2000s basketball where Shaq was dominant, Lakers winning titles, Giannis is going to thrive, right? Because they're, they're going to let stuff go. He can put that shoulder down the lane a little right. bit and get to the hole. Here it feels like now all of a sudden one guy does a flop or takes a charge, <laughs> and we're going to go the other way. Mm-hmm. So to your point about body language, it, it can get frustrating for Giannis. With some, these aren't, you know, these aren't the Tyses of the world, the, you know, the Tatum's. These are putting, they're putting guys, pesky guys like Marcus Smart right, to right, frustrate right, him. Right. And, and sometimes it is, you're starting to see that a little bit here. I do lean to the five and a half okay. towards Milwaukee today because unlike what I saw last night from Philadelphia and Dallas in those second halves, I think Coach Bud and company as, as defending champs, by the way, they understand the importance of this. Right. So, like, they're going to look at it and go, okay. I don't want to necessarily have to depend on just winning game six to get back to Boston for a game seven. So this is the the rare series now where they've actually each won a game on the road. Right. Right. Milwaukee stole the first one. Now the C's come back and steal it in the fourth quarter in a game. They were behind most of the way. Yeah. It's been such a tight series that, I mean, catching a five and a half points makes a lot of sense from a betting standpoint. Um, and, you know, it's been that tight to where, okay, can the Celtics really cover that number? Right. Um, I, I wouldn't bet on that. I would bet on catching the points with the Bucks. So what I'm looking at, too, is strategy. Okay, what are the Bucks going to do? Uh, more, more importantly, what can the Celtics do? Like you mentioned, the smaller bodies on Giannis. Put him on the free throw line. He's 69% right. free throws. But he's dominant in the paint. He's dominant scoring from the floor. He's like 42, you know, 35 points a night. Put him on the line and then, okay, take care of the others. Do not let 
the other role players get into any type of the rhythm Connaughton's, or flow. The Grace right, Allen's, those right, guys shooting right. the three. I'll tell you this, too. It's so interesting when you look at game four to try to predict what might happen in game five. Because we mentioned Al Horford. Hmm? I almost think, like, if you're Milwaukee, you do the old tip of the cap and say, if I'm going to, if Al Horford's going to go for 30 plus and beat me, so be it. Like, can he do it again? Can old man Al turn back the hands of time and, and have a redux? I don't know that he can. Maybe. Maybe he's found the fountain of youth. He saw Cocoon over the weekend. I don't know. But you but still like, have other balance. I mean, you still have Jalen Brown. I mean, you forget about Jalen right, Brown, right? He right. had foul trouble in, in four. So. So, like, so Horford picked up that slack. Yeah, he did. So it's like now I don't know that I want to overextend on Horford because then the Browns mm-hmm. and the Tatums of the world could go nuts. Yep. That's how difficult Boston is to defend. They are. They are difficult. More options indeed, but yet they're the defending champions when you talk about the Milwaukee Bucks. Yep. Now, if Middleton's on the floor, that number wouldn't be minus five and a half. Three and a half. Probably. You're right. Uh, but but uh, with Giannis and what's showing up on tape and what I've noticed is he just looks like he's wearing down. Mm. I would not be surprised if the Celtics hack Giannis today and make him feel it today. And make him shoot those 69% of the line yeah. instead of getting bunnies at the bucket. Okay, let's go to the other game out west. I kind of felt like Memphis before this turn- mm. this this, uh, this playoff series began would push Golden State. They have pushed them, but without John Morant, and I thought game four is the one they had to get. Game one, two, and they're regretting one. that like, one. Like, you look at it, yeah. this, this could be a gentleman's sweep here yeah. if Golden State gets the win tonight. They're favored by four to do so, 218 and a half. But I kind of feel like the heart was snatched out of mm-hmm. Memphis in game four. You know, I look at Golden State, two in the first half line, my eyes light up, and I go, okay, I expect Memphis to fight. That's what they do. And they play better defense without Ja. But, but I did feel like at the end of that game, Warriors are letting them know. Yeah. You know what? To me, Dave, the Grizzlies are young. Uh, and here's why. Because game one had a chance to win it. I mean, think about that. This last game, uh, uh, game four, they had a chance to win it. Oh, man. Couldn't close it out. You, Everything's there for but, you. But why couldn't they close it out? If you saw, I mean, everybody saw this, but the Warriors, what they started to do is create those opportunities, get into the line. Mm-hmm. Steph Curry went crazy in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. But that's the pedigree of a team that knows how to close out. No doubt. Like, you get to the high percentage opportunities and certainly get to the free throws. What was Memphis doing? They were settling for threes. Nah. I mean, you got a 12-point lead, a double-digit margin, and you're settling and you're taking threes and you're undisciplined that way. That's the only thing that's hurting Memphis. Memphis should be up 3-1 if you factor in game one and then game four. No question. Right? But but with that, even, okay, Jaws hurt. I get that. But this team, is they just haven't shown the discipline or or the maturity level as a young team to do what's necessary to close out a win and, and get the win. They're, they're going to need, and I thought, you know, like uh, Jones, I thought played very well for them in game four. Mm-hmm. They're going to need somebody like Desmond Bain, and maybe he's oh, banged man. up because yeah, he, he looks back. he looks like he's not the same. So, again, I always will will give guys breaks when I know they're physically right. not 100%. Desmond Bain is not 100%. If he was, I would give them a shot. I don't give them much of a shot tonight. Yeah, I'll give I, I got to think Golden State closes this I'll out. give you one stat that just stood out to me. Jaron Jackson Jr. Uh, in game four, uh, he was 7 of 8 from the free throw line. Wow. Right? 7 of 8. Think about this. He was 0 and 7 behind the three-point line. Why are you shooting threes? He almost had one more one more three-point attempt would have matched his free throw attempts. I mean, does that make sense? No. It doesn't make sense. But you look at the score to that game and how Golden State won, okay, there's some differences right there that if you understood how to close out a game, you wouldn't be in a situation down 1-3. And again, there's a difference between playing hurt and being hurt. You yeah. can play hurt. You can't be hurt. I'm playing hurt today. Get a neck. <laughs> when, we get... <laughs> <laughs> when we get 
When we come back, Steve Mackett is going to join the program with some great notes and maybe Major League Baseball plays and pitchers you can fade. Come on back. It's the Lombardi line here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. VEASAN Spring Special is here. For only $59, you get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of July. The next few months can be filled with the best betting content in the biz right here at VEASAN.com. And subscribers can have access to all of it, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets. Jonathan Von Tobel's got the best bets all the way through the NBA Finals. Andy McNeil's going to break down all the action on the ice all the way through the Stanley Cup Finals. We've got lots of NFL preseason coverage as well, not to mention continued best bets and premium articles covering golf, UFC, USFL, NASCAR, and, of course, we just had the Kentucky Derby Guide. Going to have much more coming up on the Preakness. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Points Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $59 to be a subscriber through July 31st. So sign up now at VEASAN.com slash spring. Dave Ross alongside Mike Pritchard. This is the Lombardi line right here on VEASAN. And every week on Wednesday, we have Steve Mackinnon join us here from Point Spread Weekly. Follow him on Twitter as I do, at Steve Mackinnon. And Steve, before we get into, uh, I think, a very fascinating uh, column you have this week, article this week on some Major League Baseball and some NFL news and notes. How is Wisconsin, after what happened in Game 4 in Milwaukee, is the sky falling before Game 5 tonight against Boston, or are the Bucks faithful still there thinking they're going to get this thing done? Well, I tell you what, Dave, I think I think with uh, the Middleton injury, I don't think anybody around here thought this was going to be a quick series. Uh, you look at uh, you look at this series historically, Boston and Milwaukee. Boston's had a tremendous edge on us, uh, particularly against the spread. Underdogs do real good between when the teams get together. So uh, this is going to be this is going to be a battle to the end. And uh, I don't think anyone was taking the series for granted by any means. By the way, Pritch, I like the way you said us because mm-hmm. that's the way I do. Yep. I do that too, Steve. Us. We. (laughs) Uh, Let's talk about some of the news and notes you had this week. And I thought they were fascinating in Major League Baseball because your your article – I thought was very smart about some pitchers that maybe are overpriced this week in points per weekly. And you want to identify some of those guys. Cause I'm with you. Sometimes I'll look at pitchers and I'll fade certain pitchers instead of necessarily a strong lean in the other side. It's more of a, a, a fade against some of these guys. Ian Anderson's one of those guys for the ATL. And we all know what he did last year on the way for the Braves to win the world series. Uh, is Ian one of those guys that maybe if you think the price is just a little bit too high, you avoid uh, yeah, there's some concerning things here with Anderson. This one isn't glaring either. You know, so you you look at it and the, the Braves are three and two in his starts. He's three and one individually. But there's definitely one particular area of concern that I don't like here. Two, 2020 had I think about six starts was fantastic. 11.4 strikeouts per nine. Last year, pretty good season. Uh, more of a full season for him. 8.7 strikeouts per nine. This year, he's down to 6.6 strikeouts per nine innings. So. Ooh. Batters are really, or batters are really seeing his stuff a little better. They're getting getting uh, the ball or the bat on the ball, and uh, and that's probably not going to lead to a, a, a as strong of a season from what we've seen from Anderson so far. Yeah, you're looking at that matchup too. Evaldi's on the bump uh, for Boston, mm-hmm. but another pitcher though for the Red Sox, Steve, that you've highlighted, uh, Pavetta. 
You know, it's interesting to me because last year, Boston, I thought, was a surprising team uh, in the season that they had, I even agree. though they did have some bullpen issues in terms of relinquishing leads late in the games, uh, some of the games during the year. But uh, you combine uh, Pavetta and still uh, a leaky bullpen, if you will. Uh, this is another pitcher that you've identified. Yeah, this one is of major concern here. Uh, Boston's starting staff was sort of questionable heading into the season. We, uh, If it would, could perform, I thought this team could do well. Now, they're not hitting the ball either, but the starting staff is also not living up to its end of the bargain, and the result is eight or nine games under 500, whatever they are. Uh, Pavetta's numbers are really ugly. Uh, this guy was brought over to be a if you want to call it a power pitcher, a big physical type power pitcher. And he's just not uh, pitching that way this year. And one of the things mm -hmm. that I, I, I dread thinking about in the situations like this is if there's some potential arm trouble going on, that's been covered up or he's just trying to battle his way through it. Yeah, absolutely. And again, uh, gentlemen, before I moved out here to Las Vegas, lived in Chicago. And of course, when they got Dallas Keuchel there on the South side, Steve, a lot of people very excited about that signing. I heard, potential future Hall of Famer. Uh, not pitching like that right now, Steve. Is is Keuchel right now somebody you'd really be leery of, of backing financially? <laughs> you're crazy right now if you're backing him. He's just, not, uh, he's just not the same guy he was when the White Sox got him. 2020, fantastic season. I'm sure everybody in Chicago thought, like you said, it's, this is going to be a fantastic pickup for us. The, obviously, they overpaid at this point for what they're getting now. Uh, hitters are hitting 340 against them this season, which is just brutal. So, uh, again, another guy whose strikeouts per nine innings are, are just trending downwards. Sign, signs of a guy maybe... Uh, either arm trouble or just uh, being easier to hit. Yeah, I mean, that's back-to-back -back seasons right now because last year struggling, oh uh, what you mentioned, Dave and Steve, because, I, you know, this year entering this season, it was like uh, he needs a right to ship, that kind of thing, and uh, he knows he needs a rebound, right? But yet not only maybe potentially arm troubles, but stuff – uh, between the ears going uh, on with Keiko as well. Yeah, it could very well be, yeah. and that's never a good situation. I look at a couple former Metropolitan pitchers, gentlemen, mm -hmm. and uh, one of them is Marcus Stroman, the sausage king of Chicago, now with the <laughs> Cubs, and then uh, Zach Wheeler, now with Philadelphia, because, you know, as a Metropolitan fan, gents, I thought, oh, no, we're, we're, we're not going to re-sign Zach Wheeler. Steve, does that look like a smart move by the Metropolitans now in Philadelphia? Yeah, this is uh, interesting. I, I don't, I, I'm okay to tell the website, but baseball reference has some really good numbers on it. When you look at pitching uh, statistics, batting statistics, certain things that maybe the average person doesn't look at when they're, when they're batting these games. Now, one of the things I noticed on both the guys you mentioned, Stroman and Wheeler, is there a career highs for line drives hit off of them this wow. season? And this, and this kind of goes back to what we were talking about a few, a few weeks ago, uh, but the balls, the lighter ball uh, designed to aid pitchers. And uh, when you see a guy who's getting hit harder than ever in a season where supposedly some rules were put in to, to aid pitchers, uh, that's of uh, some concern to me. All right, so let's see how that plays out, but certainly some pitchers that I would avoid going forward here uh, with those news and notes. Steve, I do want to get to the NFL, of course, because Pritch and I were talking about this before the show. Some of your numbers are absolutely fascinating because I do like to jump on some of these win totals now before the books really adjust them, and you might be able to get the best of the number. But one of your notes, the last team to record at least nine double-digit wins in a season and prove its win-loss record the next year was the Broncos back in 97-98. Huh. Since then, the average win decline – of the 30 teams that did it was almost minus four 
And it says teams that could be affected in 2022, Steve, the Buffalo Bills. Can you explain? And, and Stephen Bond, our producer, is shaking his head behind the glass, Steve. Is this bad? Is this a bad sign for the Buffalo Bills? Well, I'll tell you what, there, if there's any sport where you see some, I guess, normal regression, it's the NFL because uh, the the reset of seasons, uh, the fresh slate that teams get, uh, the fact that there's only 16 games, there's a lot of that, uh, the, how a team does is built based upon momentum. So you uh, look of a time for a team that has that many double-digit wins in a season, it's almost a situation where it can't get any better than that. You know what I mean? So that that's the way. That's the reason why some of these teams come down. You lose a. Uh, if you're talking about the Bills, you lose a offensive coordinator this year. That has to be some concern to yeah. the team. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the fact that this is projecting Buffalo, what would be four games down for uh, for 2022, maybe not too outlandish as people might think. You know, Steve, not to question any of your work at all because I, I've made money from it. Uh, I, I just. Is there is there a is there a compelling reason to factor in the quarterback? Like, mm. is Josh Allen, from a betting standpoint, is he that big of a difference maker? Like Aaron Rodgers, back to back to back, thirteen win seasons, right? Uh, no regression at all. Um, but yet, with Buffalo, even though they've made additions, is the quarterback a compelling reason though to maybe think differently than that? Yeah, you have to think through those things as, as a handicapper if you're looking at some futures wagers. Now, you have to consider also that Buffalo maybe 17 games of health last season. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's not the same this season. Hey, maybe maybe Josh Allen misses a, misses a handful of games. You don't. You, it's hard mm-hmm. to predict these things in the NFL. So that's the reason why we see more regression in the NFL than perhaps other sports. Only have a minute to go. Yeah. i got to sneak this one in, gentlemen. Since 2002, only one of 14 teams that recorded uh, improved records in three straight seasons continue that trend in the year number four. The average drop for the declining group was 4.3 wins per season with an average season win total of six and a half. The teams affected this year, Arizona, Vegas, and Tampa Bay. Steve, say it ain't so for those Brady backers out there. <laughs> hey, these are the these are what the numbers spit out. So you gotta <laughs> you gotta give a little little respect to them. I mean, this is a lot. The only things I pick out that put in this article are very high percentages of teams that that uh, these particular things happen to. So uh, if you see it on this article, it's noteworthy. I got to tell you, man, yeah. I mean, like it's it's fascinating stuff. You got to check out Point Spread yeah. Weekly. Steve, you do amazing work each and every week. And, and I know Stephen Bond behind the glass, very upset with that whole segment. <laughs> just Sorry, Stephen. That's just the way the numbers play out. All right, great stuff as always from Steve. When we come back, more NFL talk. We'll talk about some of those wins and, and totals that maybe you could take advantage of sooner than later. Come on back. It's VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sort. High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone, goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again! Platoon, present cell phone. High Five! High Five! Casino! Casino! Win at highfivecasino.com! High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino! Hello, I'm Dr. Michael Mosley, and I want to let you know about my new immersive BBC Radio 4 podcast series, Deep Calm. 
It's all about how to tap into and activate a remarkable system that we all have hardwired inside of us, our relaxation response. And it's been developed to be listened to at any time you want to really unwind. I hope you'll listen wherever you get your BBC podcast. Father's Day is coming, a day we celebrate the guy who's always there for us to crack a dad joke. Well, you know what's not a dad joke? Getting $50 off the Bartesian Premium Cocktail Maker with the purchase of his favorite cocktail capsule pack. $50 off. No dad joke. See, this is a dad joke. I lost my glasses today, and guess who I bumped into? Everyone. But the Bartesian Cocktail Maker? It's no joke. Each cocktail capsule contains real fruit juices and all-natural bitters, so Dad can make over 60 premium cocktails he loves. Sidecars, old fashions, gimlets, all with the push of a button. So, for the dad who loves a cocktail with friends and a good joke from time to time, get the Bartesian Premium Cocktail Maker. $50 off now until Father's Day. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get 50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Think you know who's going to score the first bucket tonight? We'll take a fearless shot in the NBA playoffs with BetMGM. Just place a single first basket score prop bet on any NBA playoff game or create a parlay of multiple first basket scores from different games. If your wager loses, you're going to receive your original stake back and free bets up to $25 with first basket score insurance for BetMGM. Now you can throw down that bold bet with confidence. Don't miss all the exciting NBA postseason action with the King of Sportsbooks featuring one-game parlays, live betting options, and daily boosted odds specials on some of the biggest showdowns in basketball. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older. New and ex- existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or side credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada or New York. Back alongside Mike Pritchard, I'm Dave Ross. This is the Lombardi Line. And Pritch, for that promo, I know that what you would think is first basket score. Hmm? Uh, I got to take Giannis. I got to take, t- you know, I got to take Tatum Brown. A lot of times the star players, it's just a little food for thought, they like to get the others involved early, right? So maybe it's that center. That, you know, maybe it's a Lopez. Maybe it's a Tice. Maybe it's somebody like that that the star player wants to get involved in the game early. We talked about it with Luca. Mm-hmm. If he does that and gets the others going, you're going to get yours as the superstar. Yeah, you would think, think that would be the case, too. I mean, how Phoenix started out their game, they wanted to get Aiton involved, so the first play of the game was Aiton. Run a play right. for the big man. Right, right. Run a play right there. And so you think about that, too. I mean, it's no different than the football. That's right. Uh, when you have the first 15 scripted. Like, as a player, uh, you light up with the first 15 because, okay, you're counting how many plays are to you as a receiver. And so you certainly you're, you're focusing on, in on that. But that's 
that's the tactic of coaches. Like, that's right. They want to get these guys involved. They want to get them amped up for this moment. And so, uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, the first basket score prop situation, I mean, that, that is interesting. It is. Can you determine which coach is going to have which player featured to start the game? That's right. Because it's not as important for Giannis to say, get the first bucket. No. But it'd be huge if you could get somebody else, so a wing player, somebody, if you can get Holiday, Holiday going. Right. right. Anybody else going so they're already engaged right away. So just take that food for thought. Before you make... on the other side for the Celtics. There you go. I think that's a smart play there. Uh, let's get back to our NFL conversation. I thought it was fascinating with Steve Mackin. And again, does a great job at Point Spread Weekly. A lot of consternation about some of those discussions we were having the break mm-hmm. about <laughs> some of the numbers. And you see some of those recessions. When you look at the win totals for certain teams, and I want to start off with your former team in Denver. Now, they're going to sell the team. It's likely to exceed $5 billion, I say $5 billion with a B, Pritch, mm. for your old team there in Denver in the Mile High City. You look at the win totals this year, and I'm seeing 10 and a halfs, right? And that division, it, I don't know if it's going to be the toughest division in the history of pro football, but I think you make a case. When you look at three of the four teams of win totals over double digits, Okay, and the Raiders are, quote, unquote, the, the weak link, and they're at eight and a half, mm-hmm. right? So we know that you can't have all four teams make the postseason this year. But when you look at the Broncos with a new quarterback, when you look at the Broncos with uh, what looks like a better defense, and I know Vic Fangio had a pretty good one there last year. Now you're kind of going offense a little bit with, with Hackett now as head coach. 260 to win the division, plus money there. Ten and a half at the win total. Does the sale of the team affect it at all? Does it feel like everything's new? We're going to have new owners. We've got a new quarterback, new vibe in Denver. Well, Dave, it's a great question. I, I, I think if you look at the Broncos, and there's a correlation here uh, from Mr. Bolin. Uh, he passed away, obviously, mm-hmm. but uh, when he had to re- relinquish power uh, because of Alzheimer's, yeah. um, the, the franchise went in a different direction. I mean, if not for Peyton Manning getting there, and John Elway helping facilitate that, then I don't know where the Broncos would be, really. I mean, since Peyton Manning, I mean, it's, it's just a different culture. Right. But when when I was there with Denver, Mr. Bolin, uh, his standard was Super Bowl. The, the guy was a Hall of Famer because he had more Super Bowl appearances than losing seasons Wow. as an owner. Think about that for a minute. The <laughs> impact on the organization that way. And so – uh, he had influence within uh, the league as an owner, too. And, and so it, the dynamic just became different with the Broncos. And Joe Ellis, he runs the trust and he supposedly is acting as the owner, but nobody respects that. So they have to sell the team. Mm. Uh, so $5 billion, the reported price makes sense because it's been the Game of Thrones out there. It's <laughs> been two different sides of the Bolin family fighting over ownership. Wow. And so it starts at the top down, and and so – so it, can, it does affect. It does it totally affects, especially when you had a standard the way that Pat Bolin had with the Broncos. Again, he's a Hall of Famer because he had more Super Bowl appearances than losing seasons as an owner. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I, I think it'll help solve it, their issues with Russell Wilson because he's a walking culture himself. Yeah. But if you don't change the culture from the top, then I don't, I don't care what players you have in the locker room. It's still going to be the same. That's fascinating, Pritch, because, again, we always, you know, I, I, my buddy Bryant McFadden, who's come on the program with us mm-hmm. before, two-time Super Bowl champion of the Steelers, you know, he, you ask him what's the standard in Pittsburgh. The standard is the standard. Right. And the Roonies have done that for generations. Right. right, right. So now that's the culture that you're talking about here in Denver that needs to change with whoever this the new ownership group is. And Russell Wilson will go a long way. I love that description. He's a walking culture. He is. That's a, that's a great way of describing Russell Wilson, right? So now you, you see some 10, 10 and a halves out there. 
I get it that the division is brutal, mm-hmm. right? But the rest of their schedule, the non-con, if you will, or non-division, doesn't look as perilous as it does the Chargers, Raiders, and Chiefs. Right. Can you book them for 10? If it's 10 and a half, it gets dicey because then I got to get to 11 if I want to take that over. And again, there's certain teams that I would play overs, mm-hmm. uh, you know, irrespective of the quarterback. That This is not the case for Denver. I need Russell Wilson upright and protected, and he was not in Seattle at the end. He went out last year with a hand injury. We saw what happened to Seattle without him. Like, he goes down, right. my bet's shot right, if right. I play the over. You know, I think NFL's different in, in this regard, Dave. Like, wh- I'm just going off of my own experience uh, in the old NFC West when I was with the Falcons my rookie year. It was the 49ers and the Saints. Mm. You know, and we won 10 games that year, went to the playoffs. Wow. And so we swept the 49ers. And we're talking about the dynasty era of the 49ers, too. So um, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think as a player, uh, if you're Russell Wilson, you're certainly not afraid of the fact that Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert and Derek Carr is in the division. Russell I don't Wilson's care. I'm Russell right. Wilson, right? So I, I, from a football standpoint, a competitive standpoint, you embrace that. And uh, can you, you're going to have to play the best teams anyway, right? And so <laughs> – I think from a betting standpoint, how do you use that information? Again, it goes back to the culture that could be created for Russell Wilson, uh, the young talent that they have on that team. Mm-hmm. Can he reach those players? Can he can he get those guys to understand what it takes to be a Super Bowl champion? Because he did that in Seattle, obviously. Uh, he's done that his entire career as as a mid round draft choice that way. But um, that that's to me more of the bet more so than the division. I mean, I think Kansas City's on a regression. Uh, I, I think. The Chargers still have to prove themselves. And uh, we're seeing the Raiders, and we're witnessing what's going on right there. They got another head coach after making the playoffs last year. Wow. So uh, everything's not settled there either. I, I think it's a great opportunity for the Broncos if they can get right. I'm, I'm with you on that. If you guaranteed me that Russell Wilson is going to be the starting quarterback for 17 games, mm-hmm. I'll play the over. Right. There's no guarantees we know in the NFL. You know, yesterday with Wes Reynolds here, I joked that the lead story was Tom Brady's got a new gig. We don't know when it's going to start, mm-hmm. but he's already got a 10-year, $375 million contract to talk about football, not playing. It, Prince, I want to know from you as a player, and I know that on the outside it's easy to say there's no way it's going to affect the Bucs. There's no way. It's Tom Brady, right? He shows up. He's the first guy there, last guy to leave, all that stuff. All these things with Brady now, and I'm there's no reason to criticize. I, I look at Tom Brady, and I right, go, that's, right. that's, the, that's the GOAT. That's the walking god of quarterbacks. But Pritch. When I look at 11 and a half for the mm-hmm. win total for the Bucs, and I know the division's crap outside of Tampa Bay, but are you, is there any chance these guys in the locker room, they're going to razz them, they know, right? Like, is there any way this affects the Bucs that Brady not only is one foot out, he's already signed another <laughs> deal. What world are we living in? Well, Dave, I, I mean, I've never been one to question Tom Brady in terms of his passion for the game and, and the fact that, I mean, the guy – uh, is incredible. He's a goat because of of the chips he put on his shoulder. Uh, but there does come a time when you see the light at the end of the tunnel, mm. and, and when you do maybe have one foot out the locker room. Um, Brady had 5,300 passing yards last year. Wow! Think about that for a minute. <laughs> but Brady was also focused on going back to back. Like he what, was. What is Brady's focus right now? What is his drive? What is his chip? Like as a better, I'm looking for that chip. I don't see one. He he retired. Why did he retire? And then, okay, he wasn't really retired. And then he comes back, and then all of a sudden the head coach moves moves out, right? That's odd. Head coach. That is odd. And then on top of that, you know, the, the news about this deal with Fox, it's like he's preparing for the next step. 
and he's not all in like we typically see with Tom Brady. So as a better, I mean, I'm I'm taking I'm taking heed of that. I, I'm definitely digesting that situation because it's different. Normally Brady has a chip this and is, he has something that un, he's chasing. This is un Tom Brady like. Right, right. Well, it, you're yeah. announcing this stuff. We don't even know when you're retiring. But he has no chip. Like he has nothing that's that's saying, look, I'll prove you wrong, Bill Belichick. I'm gonna go to Tampa win the Super Bowl. Okay. I'm gonna prove you guys wrong. Maybe I'm gonna win I'm, back I'm to gonna back. I'm gonna prove Super Bowls. you wrong, Bruce Arians? I I I don't know if that's that was that a chip though, because he got him he, out of there. And he's still in the front office. Right, right. So he's still there. Very odd. It's it just, is odd. It's very, very odd. All right, we're going to run through some of these other teams with news and notes to see how it affects the betting market. Come on back. It's Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. Hello, I'm Dr. Michael Mosley, and I want to let you know about my new immersive BBC Radio 4 podcast series, Deep Calm. It's all about how to tap into and activate a remarkable system that we all have, hardwired inside of us, our relaxation response. And it's been developed to be listened to at any time you want to really unwind. I hope you'll listen wherever you get your BBC podcast. What's up, guys? This is Sean, Lights Out Merriman, and Saturday, June 15th, Lights Out Extreme Fighting 17 returns to Casino Palma in San Diego. Get your tickets now at LightsOutXF.com, and we'll be live on Lights Out Sports TV, available on all major platforms. Doors open at 5 p.m. Pacific. You don't want to miss this one. It's going to be Lights Out. Lights Out Sports is free sports TV by athletes for fans. For details about the event and tickets, go to LightsOutXF.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.